Hey everyone, we don't do a lot of these, but just a quick little warning. We do uh, talk about war and PTSD in a lighthearted manner. And we know it's a very serious thing. Hopefully if you are dealing with this, you're getting help. But just want to give it to anyone who's listening that that may be a trigger for them. Just skip this one. Uh, you'll get to the final four. We'll catch you in the final four. See you there. Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Oh, man, it happened, Nick. It happened. Everyone telling us, I know, you guys are saying, like, where's... Oh, oh, you're going to talk about Fred. You're going to talk about Jellyfish. Oh, Karen, where's Patrick? Where's Mr. Krabs? Where's Squidward? They're all here. Yeah, they're all here in group D. They're all yeah. playing, they're splashing around. They don't know what's about to happen to them. We don't know what's about to happen to them. Let's no, be very don't. clear. We don't know what's going to happen We're, here as we jump into group D. Uh, yeah, as you can tell by the title of the show, you're, I don't know. If you are listening to group D of SpongeBob and you haven't listened to the other episodes, stop right now and go back because it is. <laughs> There's some mind melting shit. There. Yeah, we don't usually do a lot of like inside jokes. We try to kind of make each episode kind of singular and at its own. It stands on its own, and not say that they don't. But we've really uncovered some things that have been yeah that are there's really some, big. <laughs> there's some deep, deep, deep lore that if you don't have in your back pocket when you go into this episode, you might not be able to keep up. Yeah. And if you're if you're listening to this and feeling like oh I just I can't keep up. Go back and listen to it. Group A. That's what Get you're it. missing. Group A is going to be real big help. And then, then I mean, you already, if you already listened to Group A, you might as well listen to Group B and C. You know what we're talking about? Yeah. But here we are in Group D talking about these SpongeBob characters. And we have in the third seed, Mr. Krabs going up against the 14 seed Patrick, six seed Squidward going up against the 11 seed Larry the lobster and uh cody yeah which one do you want to go with first they're all it's all it's all gonna hurt it's all it's gonna all be gonna tough hurt. let's just mr krabs and patrick i guess <sighs> the one that was gonna hurt the most let's just rip it off let's do it yeah so we have uh mr krabs and patrick star mr krabs is a fucking legend first of all i love mr krabs my dad loves mr my okay <laughs> I okay. would watch SpongeBob before school every day, right? Because it just came on at the perfect time. You could, you know, eat your cereal, whatever you're doing. SpongeBob's on the TV. My dad yep. would always be doing dad stuff, drinking gin. I don't know what dad stuff. Dad was. stuff. You know, you know how yeah. all your dads were just drinking gin all the time? Dad yeah. stuff. Before work. You have to have it before work. Yeah. It smells like you brushed your teeth. So he would never pay attention. But if there was an episode of Mr. Krabs, my dad was all in every time <laughs> and is that anything is that anything what does for that him? mean what does that mean me? i i mean crabs is you know he sired a child give with them, a whale well we did yeah we, and we've talked about this extensively uh in group b so once again that will be helpful knowledge for you all um is that yes he did he fell in love with a whale and then had a child with said whale. And I think, here's the line that I, I always find tough with Mr. Krabs, especially as someone who, I'm not gonna say that I'm against capitalism, but I, I think 
unfettered capitalism I'll is say bad. It. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you know, part of me wants to to not like Mr. Krabs because of how much of just a money hungry like son of a bitch he is. But at the same time, you know, he loves his daughter. He shower he showers even though he doesn't want to give her the credit card, he does. He takes care of her. He's clearly like there's something to be said if he truly believed in like true capitalist things and like was like, yo, you w- I guess SpongeBob is a good enough worker that you kind of have to look past his personality. But like yeah, Squidward is rude to customers all the time, is a total ass. Why wouldn't you just fire him and just get a better person in there? But I think Mr. Krabs got mad love for kind of the 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 downtrodden. The his best friend was Plankton up until it wasn't. No, they there's a, I think there's some lore actually where they discuss the reason Squidward works for Krusty Krab is because he can't work anywhere else because he's such a dick. And Mr. Krabs knows that, so he he can literally pay Squidward so little. Mm. Yeah, I did not know that. Apparently, yeah, so no, he is a capitalist in the 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 truest sense. I think even capitalists will spend what money on their loved ones. Fair. <laughs> well, that's true. We do know if that. nothing else. Okay. Well, maybe maybe he's not a good person. But you want to know who I also don't necessarily think is a good person, Senor Patrick Star. I just don't get the sense. I kind of get like a weird and I don't I can't bank I can't back this up with any other logic. So I get like weird trust fund kid vibes from him. Like he doesn't do shit besides like fuck around, but he's still got a place. He's still got a home. He just hangs out, kicks it. I mean, yeah, he's definitely got some sort of trust fund. Well, his home is a rock. I don't what is the mortgage situation like in Bikini Bottom? It doesn't seem like anyone actually pays for anything, but they do have realtors. Like that's come up in many an episode. Like Scooters tries to sell his house. <laughs> yeah, no, there is a market. There is a real estate market in there. And I mean, rock seems like you're using up a lot of space because a lot of the space, you know, is, is the rock. Uh, but under it, he's got kind of a nice little setup. He's got a, yeah, he's got sand and stuff. Good little, little, good little basement setup, I guess. Do you, you think know? he has to pay for furniture or is that all just come with that? Doesn't he, doesn't he consistently make furniture out of the sand? So it's kind yeah. of a cool like system. Like bohemian has... sort of. Like... Yeah. Like he's just like, once again, he, he needs, he needs for little, he wants for little. So he just is like, maybe, or oh, fuck man. Is, does that mean that he's just like the most enlightened? Yeah. Is he like the closest to God? Sort of? When do we actually go into all the characters dreams and SpongeBob and everyone's got complicated shit going on and he's just riding like a quarter horse thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. And SpongeBob's like, dude, you can do whatever you want. It's your dream. Look at me. I'm a building. <laughs> like, That's cool for you, dude. This horse goes back and forth. And that's, and that's what more do you need? What more like, do what... you need? Like, is that what he's trying to teach us? All these characters are teaching us something. Uh, this yeah this fucking show is way too deep for us not to figure out what's but and Patrick was teaching us to live in the moment well yeah if we take yeah i mean if we take you know our french narrator lore that this is a weird tyler durden patrick or patchy the pirate uh french narrator situation once again you gotta listen to group a we're not gonna explain too much of it to you yeah maybe that is just the realization that like want for little be happy in the space that you're at have a good friend and just like be chill about it. Like just live that life and just be supportive of other people's dreams. It doesn't seem like he really uh, messes around too much as far as like one to like mess with other people's like bliss. He's yeah, a- chase your own bliss, but don't like get in anyone's way. That's that's good. Yeah, I I think like so. Mister Krabs, a wasn't has military service. 
and they mention him fighting in a war. Do you have any recollection? I of do not. But now we know that there's a war involved. So does this mean like our Tyler Durden character has experienced war? Is this like a PTSD coping mechanism he's created for himself? This uh, dead animal marionette theater that he operates from the <laughs> comfort of his own home? Outside of his aquarium? Yeah. I mean, it could it could be a metaphor for that because it really is like he, he fight All they say... The only thing we have here is that in his fandom Wikipedia, which shout outs to fandom Wikipedia for helping us out here, really was the, uh, it just says after the war. What was the great war? <laughs> we like, are, just, what, are we just sleeping on this war? It doesn't seem to have affected anything. It really feels like we're, it really feels like one of those like Game of Thrones situations where you hear like, Oh, this is where you are where you know after the great war of the seven the seven kingdoms. Here we are. Like, no, go back to that stuff. I don't. Whatever. Fuck this. It's like, in, dude, in all the Pokemon games, you leave home as a kid, like as like a twelve year old kid, right? Right. And there's like no adults around, and then they just randomly, when you get to Lieutenant Serge's gym, they're like, yeah, like I fought alongside all my Pokemon in the Great War, and then you're like, what? Yeah, and then you start to piece together that there's no adults because they all died. Is that because, okay, okay, okay. So Bikini Bottom is looks like a, from far away, looks like a metropolis, right? There's big like skyscraper buildings and stuff. There's yep. definitely a lot of people walking around, but we only always see like the same 10 background characters. Everyone's dead, Nick. Fuck. That's why there's only three restaurants for that big of a city. There's no one in the city. The city's empty. Holy shit, man. Do you think, I mean, so then- so then does that make Mr. Krabs worse that he's just trying to make money off of the last surviving people? Cause it also says that he, when he started the Krusty Krab, he actually bought a local retirement home and then turned it into a restaurant. And at no point do they say what happened to the old people. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's the secret ingredient? I can't go that far, man. I can't, I can't, I can't go there. I, what? To imply that he's grinding up old people and putting them into his patties? That's the secret? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he, in the war, he had to do things to survive that he didn't want to. And he realized, you know what? Besides fish being customers, they taste good. Nick, fish tastes good. Fish burger? Fish burger? You think fish that would burger. be good? I mean, I guess if you're down there and you're eating, I don't know. Man, that is wild. These characters, man, there is there's just endless... <laughs> endless uh fascination and and curiosity but we gotta we gotta pick one cody you think we patrick was in the war oh no patrick would have been uh what is maybe it that's he why he has that thousand yard stare all the time maybe that's why he's always just somewhat not there shit he's just like he just saw it all and he's just like there's no like what he's 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 the reason why he's so zen is because he's just seen death he yeah. stared at he's it in the face and just was like there's nothing there. Like all you we can't have is this one anymore. existence. Yeah. All we have is this one existence. You can chase a bunch of things, but it won't bring you this happiness. Cause it all comes down to this one moment, which is death. And he just was like, fuck man, I'm just going to go kick it under this rock. Just yeah. to- <laughs> I've, I've seen the mountaintop. Like, the reason I why am- he can't have dreams is because they're only nightmares. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> when Spurgeon was like, you can do anything you want. And he's like, no, man, I can't go back to that life. Anything yeah. I want. Set, like, If I see a building, the building's on fire and people are fucking dying in it, dude. I can't, I can't go there with you. Yeah. 
Damn. Ooh, wow. Wow. Damn. I'm going to lock in Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I I don't know. I, 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 Patrick is such a big, he's, why does it, why is there a picture with Patrick with abs? <laughs> Mr. Super Awesomeness? I don't, I, once again, I, I think that's going too far. Um, I'm sorry. They're just saying that they're uh we didn't talk about this with spongebob but apparently i didn't realize patrick has a uh, flight telepathy telekinesis superhuman strength this is demonstrated in multiple episodes so he really Dude, maybe, the man's looked death in the face and said no a god you. oh my god maybe he's the buddha maybe he's the representation of the buddha he's just a god like he and so it's like but if you were a god amongst people you can either constantly use that and affect the world around you but you would always know it's because of the effect that you made. Yeah. Every, every action that happens that you design would be because of you. You wouldn't have known, did these people do anything out of yeah. their own nature or you do nothing, you do nothing and just support and see where things go. And then every now and again, when like something big and heavy gets in the way, you're like, and hold on one second, I'll flip that rock. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as doing research goes, I have a whole series of episodes now where I get to watch Patrick be a God and act yeah. dumb about it. I, I think I got a, oh man, these are two, I think these are two really great characters. Yeah, no, I think they, they, they all deserve Final Four status. That are that are certainly deeper than what we're giving them. Uh, I'm going to go Patrick and I'm going to flip it. Okay, I, I respect this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Patrick because I got to flip it. I, I'll so, let, I'm good with either way, but I got to flip it. So all right, we then have, we turn to the only way we know how to solve our arguments with the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by random.org. We got John Kerry on one side. We got George Bush on the other. Low seed gets to call it. That is which, Patrick. That's you. That is me. I'm, I mean, I'm going to go. I think it's pretty clear. I'm going to go John Kerry as my Patrick. Okay. I'm getting real. I, I mean, I'm getting more George Bush vibes from, uh, from uh, from crabs. I mean, both that, served, both served in the military. Both probably have war criminal status. So oh, yeah. done some things. So I'm gonna go with John Kerry on this one. I'm gonna flip that. John Kerry, there it is. Okay, Patrick, all right. Patrick Starr, moving on, where he will go up against Squidward or Larry the Lobster. Now, here's the thing I want to talk about when it comes to Larry the lobster is that he, I don't know if they're trying, cause he's, you know, he's a jacked up beefcake lobster. Yeah. But he seems like he has a heart of gold. Like it seems like when it comes to like work, he's not trying to like show off that he works out. He's like, no, I just work out. I'm proud of my body. I yeah. just want to take care of myself. But he also like wants to help others. Like he's, yeah, like he does. He opens a gym at one point and he's trying to get everybody yoked. Yeah. He's just like a benevolent dude. Who's just like, Hey man, I'm just trying to live my life. You're in help and help out everyone. Like, I mean, lifeguard. So, I mean, him and I both share that love for the love for the game of lifeguarding (laughs) for the game. You know, here's (laughs) fandom wikis. Y'all are crazy. Here's, here's his personality description, muscular, kind, ripped, strong, tough, and buff. (laughs) That's how are those personalities? Dude, buffed is a fucking buff is a personality. You know that. <laughs> I'll give you ripped is not though. I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's he. All right. Let me. He seems to be a good dude. He's working out all the time. He teaches. He teaches Sandy and SpongeBob like how to get yoked underwater. So he's got a heart of gold. And then we got Squidward, who is the embodiment of douche. 
I guess. Dude, okay, another fandom wiki. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you to the floor again here. Squidward is a main main character. Straight up, they call him one of the two tritagonists. Didn't know that was a term you could use. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's pretty fun. He is one of the he is one of the three tritagonists of this show. Homie gets two paragraphs to Larry's three. I think yeah. we would all be willing to put that P- Squidward has got. Is it just because it's is it is Squidward just a, a miserable son of a bitch and it's just kind of flat and that's why people it don't says- want to write about him or. It says Squidward is an octopus, but his name is Squidward. Do you think he's a, he's a squid? Did he fight in the war? That might, okay, this war. Did he lose? <laughs> he lost limbs in the war? That would explain it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, octopus have to have eight legs. I was like, I thought I had read something that like, it's like kind of a misnomer that we call him octopus, but no, they definitely have eight legs. So I don't know where I was going to try to move with that one. He's got six, but okay. I... Dude. The war yes. changed Squidward, okay? It turned, and that's why he does so much art. He's always looking introspectively, and all of his art is of him because the only thing he wants is a world where it was him before the war. <laughs> the great war mm. of Bikini Bottom and just <laughs> how it impacted. Do you think that's why SpongeBob, like SpongeBob was born after the war? Yeah, so he, he has to be. Uh, he only thinks that life is like great and kind and well, wonderful. I th- maybe I think he came from out of town because he his parents don't live in Bikini Bottom. They're gone. So you're saying Bikini Bottom was a civil war that Possibly. tore the town asunder? I'm, it could have very well done that. It explains why all the the deaths are in the town, and the town doesn't seem to have some. Does they have a mayor? Is there like a managerial? Is there some sort of structure to the town? A government? One yeah. would say. <laughs> is there they're a government? They're quick. No, to it's get, an like, anarchist. It's stuff. an anarchist paradise. It's an autonomous yeah. zone. It's all haphazard structures. People yeah. just trying to get by, but they've all like have collective trauma and they're just trying to get through. Yeah, this means like, this is definitely Patchy working through his like, he was at Desert Storm or some shit, dude. Like, yeah, had to be. Yeah. He has boots on the ground in the Middle East, for sure. Yeah, and now he's just trying to like find just some solace looking in front of this aquarium and just has, just trying to find peace. Yeah. I, I mean, here's... And also lobster, I think lobster, the reason Larry is like a workout guy is because if you look at a lobster, they do just look ripped. Yeah, well, yeah, the good body point. structure of lobster is like just jacked up. It's just like, it looks like it already has a, a six pack. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, sorry to interrupt this this uh, broadcast to bring in bra- uh, breaking news. In, in the episode Band Geeks, it is stated that Larry's heart once gave out from too many tanning pills and in Roller Cowards, he is revealed to have bad armpit odor caused by adrenaline. Who is this man? His heart gave out because he was taking tanning pills. He's a drug addict. Is there such thing as tanning pills? In this world? <laughs> Wait, speaking to our government structure, Larry has also run for Bikini Bottom president against Patrick Starr. Patrick? Oh, God. He lost to Patrick. So Patrick is the president. That would just make it more of an anarchic society. Patrick has seen the, he knows. Oh my God, dude. He really wanted to puppet the whole shit. He, he's like, all right, if I become the president and continue my idea of letting people support themselves and do their own, maybe he's just trying to show them that there is no need for government. Yeah, that's what that, it like, is. If you can take care of yourself and you can sustain and help each other, you that ha- a central government yep. is not the most necessary thing to the society. 
No, as long as you have empathy and you can work together, a right. communal living is entirely possible. Sure, there are things there will that's always what Patrick be Patrick is trying to teach us. Man, Patrick Starr is just, I mean, we're learning so much about this man. I, okay, when it comes down to it, yeah, I feel like- I Squidward want- makes me laugh more. Squidward, well, and let's just, I'm going to move Squidward on and let's just, so we have Squidward versus Patrick. It is amazing, and I and I know we're not breaking any new ground here, of how much, as you age and watch the show, how much you relate to Squidward. Oh yeah. How much we as a, as adults just are like, oh, I feel you, fam. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, you, yeah, man, I get why you're just a miserable son of a bitch. Because shit, man, you gotta deal with anyone who has worked customer service. I know, I, I know, I said early on about the Mr. Krabs stuff that like that Squidward is just a son of a bitch. But if you've worked customer service at any point in your life, it's just mankind will, will wear you down. Oh yeah. We've all been there to a justifiable, like, man, fuck these people. He just acts the way we've all felt. Right. He's just, is living it. Cause you're like, yeah, sometimes people need to know that you're like, now nah, you're an idiot. And you can't say that you, if you're working target cashier, you can't tell people that they're idiots. You want to, I know, trust me, I know, but you can't. So Squidward becomes all of us at some point that we're just like, and I just Maybe, feel- and he goes Every day he goes to his job that he hates and he's miserable. I think Patchy does the same thing. Patchy has come back from the war. He feels left out by the society that has moved on and abandoned him, which we have to our veterans to a very bad degree. And then he goes to this job. He hates a customer service job, clearly. He goes there every day. And he's treated like shit and he can't do anything about it. And then he comes back and the only thing he has to sate his need for some sort of serotonin is his aquarium where he watches SpongeBob. That's what it is, dude. And every day he's asking Frenchie to bring SpongeBob to him. I need to meet SpongeBob. SpongeBob's the light of my life. And Frenchie's like, oh, wee wee. But he never does because it's all in his head, Nick. Yeah, man. It, oh, man. It is a, uh, a very colorful universe that we have painted here for for these characters. The moral, I, I think what I'm realizing and learning is that maybe I want to just be the Patrick Star. But for me to be yeah, the dude. Patrick Star, I need to learn about the Patrick Star. And so I feel like I got to, we got to do our research. And the, I mean, we, as we always say, you know, we, well, this time we didn't really come in with all the knowledge we had. These episodes would be a lot shorter if that were the case. Uh, <laughs> but we came in with the knowledge we had and a little bit from Fandom Wiki, but we got to go watch some episodes now. And I got to be honest, I got to learn more about Patrick Starr. And just- Yeah, dude, he's very- We've zone. made up a lot, of, um, a lot of theory, and now we got to go do our research and put that to the test and see, is this man some Zen Buddhist like God? Or is he just an idiot? <laughs> Let's find out. I'm going to lock in Patrick Star. All right, too. cool. Let's lock in Patrick Star. And that is it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. We want to help out your boys. A few things you can do. Tell a friend. Number one thing that is, that is the most helpful thing you can do. Share with a friend uh, who's looking for new podcasts. Friends, like I said, are ever saying, hey, what podcasts are out there? Tag us in that. And we'll, we'll give them the list of what to listen to. But also, wherever you see us on socials, like, 
comment. All of those things are helpful. And then uh, wherever you're listening to this, follow, subscribe to the podcast, and then rate and review wherever you are able to. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet, make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a season you want to see us do, like so many of you guys did for this one, email us to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. And go to contact and you can submit through there. If it's good, we'll do it as a season and we'll give you a shout out every single episode of that season. And as always, shout outs to Charizard for our intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. We are about to go do our research for that final four coming out on Friday. But until then, I'm Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.